Peoria's Department of Public Works plans to overhaul one of the city's busiest intersections. That's just one of the things you need to know to start your day for Friday, June 2nd. I'm Colin Shope, and this is WCBU's On Deck. Support for WCBU's On Deck comes from Palomar Wealth, providing financial planning and advice for Central Illinois. Introducing Navigating Your Financial Journey, a podcast exploring the concepts of financial wellness with the Palomar Wealth team. Now available on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. More information at palomarwealth.com. First on deck today, the Republican-controlled U.S. House moved to avoid a crisis when it approved raising the U.S. debt limit. But it came without the support of many Republicans, including one who represents central Illinois. More from Eric Stock. Darren LaHood of Dunlap was one of 71 House Republicans who voted against raising the debt limit. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy brokered the deal with the Biden administration as the U.S. government approaches a default deadline. LaHood says he wanted more cost controls. He says everything should have been on the table, including military spending. My concern is we're $32 trillion in debt. To put it into perspective, we spent $7.5 trillion over the last uh, five years through COVID. The bill had more support from Democrats than Republicans. Eric Sorensen from Moline was among the Democrats who voted yes. Sorensen says the debt ceiling bill isn't perfect. He calls work requirements for older Americans on food assistance difficult to swallow. He says that'll be a debate for another day. You can't just uh, stand up on, the, on the, the street corner with a sign and say, I want, I want. Right. It's important to remember that, you know, we will have chances in the future uh, to fix for, for some of the stuff that's not in here. Sorensen calls the bill a good test of Congress's potential for bipartisan cooperation. With a reporting from Joe Deacon and Colin Shope, I'm Eric Stock. Here are some other stories we are following in the WCBU newsroom. Some West Bluff residents say that Laura Bradley Park's former Christopher Columbus statue should be replaced with a monument to the Greek goddess Hebe. And Proctor Hospital is now the home of Carl Health Greater Peoria's inpatient rehabilitation center. The relocation of the rehab center from Methodist Hospital to the former transitional care center on Proctor's fourth floor officially took place on Thursday. Plus, State Senator Dave Kaler is praising Illinois' recently approved budget because of its boost to higher education funding. Find more of these stories and all the details at wcbu.org. One of Peoria's busier intersections soon will be getting a much-needed renovation. Earlier this week, the Department of Public Works held an open house for community feedback on plans to reconstruct the intersection of Pioneer Parkway and University Avenue. The proposed improvements include new traffic signals, sidewalk replacements, and upgraded lighting. City engineer Andrea Kloffenstein says the intersection will also have new pavement and bicycle lanes. WCBU reporter Joe Deacon talks with Kloffenstein about why the Pioneer University intersection needs this attention. Well, if you've driven out there recently, you understand that the pavement is in desperate need of, of some work. So we're really excited to finally have the funding to do this intersection. Um, not only will we get new pavement, there will be new traffic signals, some lighting, a bike path, and sidewalks. So we'll be starting the pedestrian and bicycle facilities for the Pioneer Parkway corridor. Can you describe some of the design options that are being considered for this intersection? So this intersection doesn't have a lot of options to choose from um, because it is just so confined, but we will have um, new pavement, 
uh, there'll be some lighting, uh, bicycle path, and sidewalks. You said it's confined. It's because there's so many, it's a tight area. There's a lot of businesses around there. So you're going to have some right-of-way acquisition issues as well, right? Maybe a little bit, but we have a pretty good right-of-way. We're not really changing what the intersection will look like other than the pedestrian and bicycle accommodations. The road lanes will get a little bit smaller because they are pretty big right now. Um, So we might have some right-of-way at kind of the radius. That's usually where we're tight, but the rest we think we should be able to fit into our corridor. You mentioned that you have the funding for it. Now, how is this project being funded? We did get a federal grant for some of it, and then the rest is funded with state, local MFT, which is motor fuel tax, and then stormwater utility funds as well. And do you have an estimated project cost at all yet? The total budget is going to be around $6.85 million. What is the timeline for choosing the design option and starting construction to completion? So we're working on our public meeting, getting public feedback and letting everyone know what's going on. We hope to have the project out for letting late fall of this year with construction starting early next year. And if we have good weather next year, it will be completed by the end of 2024. What about traffic patterns in that area as the project is going on? How do you control how that's going to work? So we'll put together a proposal in our plan documents. And then when the contractor's on board, they will give us their recommendations. Sometimes they have ideas on how they can get it done even faster than we expected. But traffic will be able to flow through there. We're not planning on shutting the entire intersection down. As we're entering summer road construction season, what other major projects are scheduled in Peoria this year? So the city-county Glen project from Knoxville to Sheridan will be wrapping up here within the next month or two. We just started this spring doing Glen from Moore Drive to University, so that's kind of our big one that we have going on. Um, Western should be wrapped up. The, the road is back open. They're just doing a few things. We have the combined sewer overflow project that's happening, um, which is big and is roads are still open, but you'll see construction um, going on there as well. So we have quite a bit going on this year. We're pretty excited. Are there any updates to the downtown two-way conversion plan that you can give us? So the Adams and Jefferson one-way to two-way project, that should go out to bid later this summer. And then fingers crossed, we can get a late start this fall. And that will be going on for a couple of years before we get all the improvements constructed. So we've got a little ways before we turn the switch to go to two-way, but you should start to see work later this year. And what's the timeline for hopeful completion of that then? So it'll be 25, 26, depending on um, lead time of materials. Traffic signals tend to take quite a while to come in. um, And then the installation depends on the weather. That's Peoria Public Works Deputy Director Andrea Klofenstein talking to WCBU's Joe Deacon about their road improvement plans. To hear the full conversation, go to WCBU.org. Now, before we let you go, the Peoria Transplants Party in Pride Month Potluck is tonight at 5 p.m. in Bradley Park. Bring a dish to share and meet other new Peoria residents while kicking off Pride Month at this all-ages, family-friendly event hosted by Angie's Listings and Central Illinois Friends. And that's it for today. The show is produced by Holden Kellogg. You can subscribe to WCBU's On Deck podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or the NPR app.